The following program is intended for mature audiences. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Let's talk football. Let's talk football. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. There's been a lot of complaints already. Bad language, smoking grass. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. This week on Intentional Foul, we'll do a little Packers and Bears. Chicago at the top of the division. Look at you. Yeah, how about that? Hear about Dan hating, flexing to inconvenient scheduling kickoffs. We'll go around the league. This week's games, Badger football. The Bucks stumble out of the gate in their West Coast road trip, but hey, still looking pretty good. And the start of college basketball in full swing. I like it. All that and more on this episode. Thank you for the download. He's Dan. I'm Josh. How you doing? Yeah. Excited to be back. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff. As, as per usual, people that don't know, we waste most of our material during the week when you and I text each other. Well, we we're, 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 we're trying to do a better job of saving <laughs> some of this stuff. Our, our paragraph text chains <laughs> that's, that's what <laughs> on are. Mondays and Tuesdays. Yes, we, you know? we, we can't bring the animated GIFs into the conversation here in the podcast, right. but those are also included. Yes. Or emojis. GIFs, GIFs. Well. GIFs. I say GIF. Other people say GIF. I just think GIF sounds better. It, I don't know. GIF's peanut butter, though. It is, but that's also with a J. Yeah, I don't know. There's a soft G in there. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. Where do you want to start? You want to start with the NFL again? Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Let's let's, uh, let's start with the division-leading Bears. You and uh, Nathan Peterman, did you see the uh, people are trying to start a GoFundMe page for his retirement? Jesus. No, I didn't see that. They wanted a million dollars, and in three days they raised 60. <laughs> Which I don't blame Bills fans. I mean, he is god-awful. He, I, yeah, and you and I talked about it. Like, do you feel bad? You said you almost felt bad. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a pro, so he, I don't feel that bad. He's making money. Yeah. He's playing the game at its highest level. Yeah, but you he's know, just bad. Yeah, well, it, it it speaks to the dearth of quarterback talent. True. in this country at all levels. Um, there's just not that many guys that are what you would consider good players at that position. Is that a product of the college game just not caring about developing for the next league? You just do I don't know. what we do in our system to win us games. We're not worried about what you're going to be like as a pro. I think there's some truth to that. I do. I, I, and I, I I get it. You know, these coaches are making multi-million dollar you know, per season. And, and the, uh, the alumni know. and the Board of Regents and everybody, they oh, want yeah. wins. There's pressure. Yep. There's pressure. They want wins. We don't care how you do it. So I, you're right. I, I get that. But at the same time, it's then you throw him to the NFL. And like, what exactly were you good at in college again? Well, I don't even know where he was from. I'm I, not even sure. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, obviously he wouldn't be playing if if Josh Allen wasn't hurt. True, but um, your 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 depth chart is that bad that he's one of your three best options. I know, right? I mean. Again, That's, again, organizational but, incompetence. And there's the Colin. Like, really, you don't want to just take a chance with that guy? Well, in fairness, who the hell wants to play in Buffalo in December? I mean, come on, man. Unless your name's Jim Kelly, I don't know anybody that's screaming to play up there. That's fair. That's Yeesh. fair. Bears just demolished the Bills. It, it wasn't on. It wasn't on. No, 
didn't so get a you, chance. I saw a little bit, you know, on the red zone, you know, okay. here and there. Um, but that was kind of what I was hoping that the defense would be able to to score some points, and they did. Without Khalil Mapkin, his, Matt Nagy said, "You guys got to do something without this guy. You can't be dependent on him to make you to make you better. You got to do your own thing." And they did. Leonard Floyd sighting pick six. It's been while from since that yeah. guy's name was mentioned uh, positively in a in a score sheet or yeah. a game summary. But yeah, not not a ton to talk about. I mean, yeah. you know, a nice win for the Bears on the road against a team you should beat, you know, without your top wide receiver and Allen Robinson, your your best defensive player in Khalil Mack. Um, you know, you it allowed you to to, you know, keep some things in your pocket for for the second half of the season if you're Matt Nagy. Um, Which not, the second now, half looks well. The Bears played pretty formidable through the first half. Through the first eight games, they only played one divisional game, and it was Week One against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So they've really got loaded up here in the back half. And I mean, two with the Vikings, two with the Lions, yeah, and let, here, one remaining well, with the Packers. Here's their, their, yeah, their remaining schedule. They've got Detroit, Minnesota, at Detroit, at the Giants, mm-hmm. home for the Rams and the Packers, at San Francisco, and at Minnesota. Um. I look at that and I'm like, well, if you split with the Vikings, you split with the Lions, you're two and two. You mm-hmm. should beat the Giants and the and the Niners, you're four and two. You're gonna lose to the Rams, you're four and three. And then you've got the swing game with Green Bay. That's a toss. That's always a toss yeah. up. And and uh And you should be right, beat with, win at the in, Niners. In week fifteen, who the hell knows what is going to be going on with the Packers? I mean, really, they, they they could be fighting for a playoff spot. They could be fighting for a draft sitting guys pick. down. Um, you know, who knows what they're going to be doing? But the bear, so the Bears, the Bears' next three games are home for the Lions, home for the Vikings, which has been flexed to Sunday night, and then at Detroit. Well, the Minnesota game is at seven thirty on Sunday night next Sunday. That that got flexed. That got flexed. Yes, it's the primetime NBC game. Three and a half days after that, the Bears have to turn around and play on, on the thanks- road early, on Thanksgiving, early the game. early game against yeah. the Lions. Yeah, that's not... So, counting this week, they're playing three divisional games in 11 days. You and I had... How does that... Like, forget that I'm a Bear fan. I don't care who the team is. And the Lions are, Lions are in the same boat. The Granted, they don't have a night game like the Bears do, but... Still... Man, three Thursdays games are 11, a- like you couldn't have given one of those, shouldn't the Bears or the Lions maybe have had a bye this week or next week? I mean, I, what are the schedule makers doing here? That doesn't make any sense. It's not really fair to the players. Oh, and no. it just proves that the NFL yeah, doesn't give a rat's ass about player it, safety. And that's what you had talked about when we had when we had brought that or when I had brought that to your attention and you, you were like, I don't really care about the timing and the added notoriety that comes with the primetime game. I didn't like it for my own reasons, and then when I looked at the schedule, then even, I really didn't like right. it. You know, I don't. I mean, night games are fine. That's cool. They're the they're the premier game. If that gets you excited, for me by seven thirty, I'm six hours of football deep. See, but you'll watch the early games, no matter who's on. You'll watch the noon. You'll watch the three twenty five. If I know the Packers aren't playing until like the, like against the Patriots on Sunday night. I'll just be in and out, and I don't really care about watching any other games. I will hold that so my full football attention can go to the team that I like. Now, 
I don't know what it's like for fans of, of other markets that don't necessarily get their team. Mm-hmm. So you got to get your football any way you can. Right. And if that's the case, fine. But I guess I, if my team's on national television, I'm probably avoiding. Like if when the Packers play the Seahawks uh, next week, I probably won't watch any NFL that weekend. I mean, I'll maybe pop in. What, what, when do they be, play? What's the the fifteenth Thursday? Night. Oh, that's a Thursday. Yes. Okay, gotcha. So, gotcha. And it's um and it's after, yeah, it's after this week. Late afternoon against the Dolphins. Short turnaround at Seattle, and then they're they get a little break for. Uh, at Minnesota. See, and again, that's one of those things. It's like you're going to make the Packers play the late game, and then they have to fly across country to play on Thursday. Like that just doesn't make any scheduling sense. None. Well, and you had you hit on it. The league right now only cares about what will draw the best TV ratings and players' health. Be damned. Then play the Packer game at noon this week. They flex that too, but to the to play the Dolphins. I mean, come on, man. I, <laughs> Rock Osweiler. No, I, I, and I think your point is well taken. And I, I, you know, you when we were talking via text, did you like? I'm about convenience. Give me a new yeah. game, and I'm fine. And that's, I mean, it, you know, I well, I, I totally get it's, it. It's it's the routine that I've. It's my football routine since I was eight. You know, beg my mom to not go to 11:30 mass. <laughs> so I didn't have to miss the pregame and the first quarter of the football game. <laughs> Packers and Bears always played at noon when we were kids. There was no Thursday night. You know, it was a very rare thing if they played Sunday night. Once in a while, you'd get a Monday night game. But for the most part, it was noon. And then you had the, you know, you had the West Coast AFC game in the afternoon. Yep. That was, that's what we grew up on. So that's just kind of the way I like to consume my football and, you know. But unfortunately, they didn't ask me. I don't know why. Clearly, you're this. You'd be the smartest guy in the room if that if you were in there. I mean, I'm the smartest guy in this room. So, <laughs> small sample size. True, true. Small, small room. Small, small sample room. size. Yeah. But yeah. okay. So what are you? What after you look at that? You know, I don't want to do. Well, the whole, they're, they're five and three now. So yeah, you. you I, I think you got to get to ten to win the division. I think you got. I think the Vikings are five, three, and one. I believe sounds right. So, you know, nine at the bare minimum, but I think 10 wins probably wins the division. Um, you but, be, you know, like you said, you split you you split with Detroit, Minnesota. That's two victories there. You, you should beat the Giants and you should beat the, the Niners. That's another four wins. And then if you can take one from either the Packers or the Rams. Right. Then I think you're you got an opportunity to make the playoffs. But um and you know you get those late games that the you know week sixteen against the Niners. Who knows? Are are, are they in tank mode? What, well, know, Garoppolo's gone. I mean, they're bad. They're bad, but so they're they're still kind of capable in some of these games. I mean, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. And and you going gotta, out west isn't really that easy anyway. No matter who you play, right? Right. Just just because of the long plane ride. But and that's coming off the Packer game, right. so it could be either trap you're game. riding high, or you know your dobbers down a little bit. And that's a pretty good trap game with Minnesota on the road the next week. Mm-hmm. So I mean, right, depending on what happens with Green Bay, and then you're already looking forward to Minnesota to wrap the season, which could potentially be for the division. Could be the way you're looking at it right now. And I'm certainly not confident enough in this team to have to look at any of these eight remaining games, including the Giants and the 49ers, and say, say yeah, they're going to win. I don't know. I, I, uh, the Giants are awful. 
awful. They, they are bad. I mean, they're talking, oh, Eli will be the starter this week. I'm betting he's not the starter by the end of the season. You know, they're not going to suspend that dope that got arrested. I know as a Packer fan, you obviously are not, are not an Eli fan. Um, I kind of feel a little bad for him the way this is ending. They probably should have. It probably should have been done for him in New York last year. You don't like to see a Super Bowl winning quarterback with a decent pedigree. He's got a fifteen year career. Watch he's, him bottom out. You know he's. You know, he's a borderline Hall of Famer. I mean, the only reason he gets in is because Two of rings. the Super Bowls. But if you look at the body of his career, he's probably yeah. not. Um, but yeah. you know, he's been a he's the best quarterback in their franchise history. Oh yeah, um, he he's been a model citizen. He he doesn't do stupid things. Um, you just kind of you hate to see a guy go out like that. It's the same thing with Peyton. You know whether you like Peyton Manning or not. And I know he won a Super Bowl going out, but the guy couldn't throw the bo- football. Right. I mean, he's the, one of the three greatest throwers of the football to ever walk the earth, it. and he literally yeah. couldn't throw it down the field. So, but I'll get over it. All right, yeah. Fast forward to Packers and Patriots, and another. Dumb penalty that leads to a player being jettisoned a couple of days after the game. Man. <laughs> That's the... Okay, so you've been in the heat of the moment in sports. I've never understood the punching match in football helmets. That's one thing I've never understood. What What are you possibly going to accomplish doing that? Nothing but getting yourself thrown out of the game, which happened, and then... To make it even worse, you don't even close your feet. Use an open hand slap. Yes. What is this? Well, and not only that, but it's 2018. Do you think that nobody's going to see that? I mean, there's what, like 10 officials on the field? They've got cameras everywhere. What's the age old? Don't be the second guy. They always catch the guy that retaliates. The second guy always. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, that's been burned into my head at every level. Yes. If something's going to happen, these guys like to start stuff. Don't do yes. it because always hit first. They. Mu- <laughs> that's the rule. If you're gonna if you're gonna get into something, be the one that starts it. Don't be the one that comes in and uh, you know you're the one that's going to get tagged. I just can't believe that that message has changed at, at the pro level. Just seeing what we see every week. Yeah. I mean, usually there's somebody in some game that gets into it. And you see one guy either just give a little push and just, you know, to create a little space. And then the other guy closes that gap enough to catch the referee's eye. And that's who gets flagged. Well, you texted me uh, right after that play happened on Sunday night. (laughs) And you asked me, has McCarthy lost control of the team? Yeah. Um, and my response was, I don't think so, just because what what is he supposed to do about that? I understand. But, you know, now I've had a couple of days to, to, to listen to some other opinions and to kind of think about it. And I'm still not ready to say he's lost the team. Mm-hmm. But this year, more than any year I can remember in the last decade, this team has made more stupid mistakes, unforced errors, uh, whether it's Guys dropping passes, your running backs fumbling, even Rodgers fumbling, um, you know, uh, silly penalties. It's just, you know, Mason Crosby missing five field goals in a game. It's just been a weird season to watch them kind of melt down this year. I I don't really know another other word for it. I think that's a good word. You know, 
And I, I, you know, you watch McCarthy on the sideline, and then you watch him in the press conference, and and <sighs> like you, you just walked. You out. look at the body language and the attitude, and and you can tell that he's he has a bad attitude right now. Their quarterback has a bad attitude right mm-hmm. now. Um. It's like the whole operation there has kind of just gotten, I don't know, is, is it just stale? You know, or is, is the message, because they've got several guys on the Packers that have been there for a while. Oh, yeah. Yes. Is the message stale? Well, I can't remember who I was talking to. I think it was, or I wasn't talking to anybody who I was listening to. It was a, form, it was a former player. It was either Tauscher or Joe Thomas. And they said, if you are at, if a coach or a scheme or a system is in place for a certain amount of time, and I don't think he said it necessarily needed to reach double digits, but this is, this is a league where things get stale. Mm-hmm. They get old. You need to freshen stuff up. And it's, it's nothing about how good a person the guy is or how good a d- ideas they are and whether their stuff worked in the past. Sooner or later, it just runs its course by nature, mm-hmm. and you just need to get a change going. Well, you, you see it all the time in politics. You know, uh, a conservative gets elected, and then the next election comes, and we have to flip it. And now yep. we have to get the 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 liberal or yep. the progressive or whatever you want to call it. It almost seems like you watch the Packers. You know, they need a rah rah guy. They they need a Tomlin, Pete Carroll. Uh, McVeigh, somebody with energy because you watch them and they just look dead. Yeah. No, and, and that's kind of McCarthy's personality. He's, yes, it he's, is. He is not a to very. To his credit, he's a very, he's a lot like Paul Chris, where he's very even keeled for, you know, 95% of the time. He's not too up. He's not too down. And, and that can be good for a team. But man, I, when things are going south, you almost need something to kind of pick you up. And to me, that's a true measure of a team. Whereas, and and that's again another age old saying, winning solves a lot of things. Sure. You wouldn't be having these these attitudes and these situations and these mistakes and it's stuff that has kind of seemed to snowball because when you're down, things seem to stay down and other things seem to keep happening. Mm-hmm. And whether that's a byproduct of you not winning or not, I don't know, but it's weird that it's. A little too coincidental to just, you know, just happen on its own. Well, and you're, you know, it's one thing you can have a coach like that if you're you have a leader on your team that is a rah rah. You don't have, but you don't have that. that. Rogers is not that guy. Favre was that kind of guy. Favre was not. He'd not, keep it light. Not a rah rah necessarily, no. but yes, he'd keep it light. He'd screw around. Yep. He, he was smacking guys on the butt yep. and jumping on people's Throwing back. Snowballs. And yeah, yeah. It's things like that yep. that help keep a team loose. You know, you don't really see that with with Rogers and and like the Seahawks are a perfect example. You know, Russell Wilson is their Mike McCarthy. He's the even keeled guy, and then the but the rah rah well, guy's your coach. coach. You know, he's the back slapper and the clapping guy and the chewing the gum and getting everybody excited. I don't know, man. I, it'd be interesting if if they do fire McCarthy, you know, do they bring in the same kind of person? Forget the X's and O's part. Do you bring in the same temperament type of guy or do they go with maybe a younger guy who's got a little more pep in his step? I don't know. I'm... 
Yeah, that's tough the Packers, and, and I don't think they would go that route because the Packers, by their nature, are a very, very conservative right. franchise. They, I think the focus would be more on, do you have progressive ideas? Can you freshen things up uh, offensively? What's your playbook and your, your style and you know all that kind of... I think that would be the focus without paying... I'm not going to say too much attention, but I think the the attitude and the way you conduct yourself would definitely be secondary to that. Sure. I think the priority would be the on-field X's and O's stuff, as you thought. Um, but you're seeing a lot of a lot of clips now, and you've sent me a couple, and I've I've seen some on my own that have just been popping up, and even it's starting to get written in the in the state media that covers the team about the attitude and the leadership, which you brought up to me at the beginning of the season. Of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And now that the chips are down, he's the guy you need to step up and say, you know, let's go, let's be positive, let's do this. And you're not really getting a whole lot of that. No, and and his press conferences, this whole, you know, we're not on the same page and we need to get on the Well, why are you not on the same page? It's week 10. Like, what are you – who's – Where's the where's the disconnect? And as the leader and the quarterback and the guy that's making all the money, I mean, it's kind of your responsibility to get everybody on the same page, I think. You know, if this was, you know, l- the Lakers are struggling and everybody's looking at LeBron James going, what are you doing, man? This like, is what we're this, paying this, you this for. This is what we're paying you for. Yeah. You're, you're, you haven't played very well. I, I'd say most, of, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of that probably has to fall on the position coaches, the head coach. Um, the offensive coordinator, air quotes, um, Philbin. I think all those guys need to get. I mean, it's to me, it's not just as simple as we're all in the huddle. This is the play and whatever. I mean, you're going over your assignments, you know, a lot of the time without the other guys in the field. So, I, I guess your question would be, where is the disconnect? That's that would be my question. Okay, so. If we get all of our assignments in our separate groups, we all of a sudden come to the huddle and we have what we're supposed to do, and then all of a sudden three guys are going a different way, and you're going, wait a minute, what what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing over there that we're not doing over here? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I guess that would be that would be a question that I would want answered uh, in a press conference, and uh, to my knowledge and all the stuff that I see in the audio bites, I have not heard anyone ask it that well, way and Rogers is very much LeBron like and that he likes to control the narrative and he's oh, sure. very passive aggressive yep. he doesn't ever come out and say anything he just kind of unless he's going to blast a receiver right he just likes to throw a little shade shady comments at people um but you know I was I was pleasantly surprised to see an article in the journal Sentinel the other day I can't remember who wrote it talking about how you know Rodgers' velocity is down yep. a little bit, his accuracy's been off yep. this year. And, yeah, you know, you can blame a little bit of that on the knee, but, you know, Rodgers has always been a guy that's kind of prided himself on being able to make these these weird throws at odd angles and, he you know, the jump throws and things of that nature. Um, but, yeah, it's he's going to have to look in the mirror a little bit, you know, going forward here, and especially if they don't make the playoffs because – you can't always blame the uh, the kids that are out, that are your receivers. You can't always blame the injuries. To be fair, the last two weeks in the losses, he has said in the same breath, and that's on me too. Mm-hmm. So he's taken responsibility. Like I have to play better. Yeah. He said those words. Well, that's good because he so, does. Well, he has not. He did not play well in the New England game. I, I'm just saying you don't. He's not all. He's not throwing everybody else under the bus. 
and not looking at himself in his own play. I mean, it's, he, I think it's, he realizes that he's not playing to the level that he knows he should play at. It's crazy for me personally, who could not stand Brett Favre, to sit here and go, yeah, Brett Favre was a better leader. Better player, better quarterback, better winner than Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is more talented, naturally talented, and that's why that whole Rodgers versus Brady goat conversation last week to me was straight comedy. I don't know how you can even compare a guy who's won five Super Bowls and been to eight of them to a guy that's been to one and hasn't been to one in ten years almost. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, they got some work to do. They, uh, yeah. I think that I think Sunday's a must win. Against Miami, oh, you kidding I, me? I mean, you got Brock Osweiler, Osweiler coming yes. to Lambeau Field. Uh, if they lose that game, <laughs> if they, I'll tell you this: it's not going to happen. But if I was running the Packers, McCarthy, I would fire McCarthy yeah. Monday if they lost to Miami. I don't disagree. They, with I that don't at all. think that no. the Packers would do that, and I don't think they would do that to him just because of I don't know the, the way success that, he's had. The way but, that Gutekunst has been acting with some of these players who mess up. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's kind of like we don't have room for where we're at right now with this team for those kinds of things. So you're gone. Yeah. I mean, but he's he's starting to hold people accountable on the field. So whether that translates to the coach's box or not, I'd be curious to see. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'd be shocked if it happened, but I wouldn't have a problem with it. What did you think this week about the announcement of Thompson going into the Packer Hall of Fame? I saw a lot of a lot of people online were Just eye roll. giving pushback on that. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's fine. I mean, you win a you win a championship, and uh, he, they rolled out his stats in an article today that that I read. And yeah, I mean, he's got some good stuff, and he he took him to the next level and kind of kept him there. But by the end of his tenure, I mean, they were definitely you know on the way down. So I mean, did he do his job for the most part? Probably. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you won a Super Bowl. You won a championship in Green Bay. That's, I mean, it's if it's title town, you win a title. Great. Uh, you know, you're you're in there, and that's fine. It doesn't. Not every GM has been in there. Not every coach has been in there. Uh, it, and it really, it doesn't matter to me. No, I, I mean, one way or another. Sure. sure. Um, but it, it's fine. You know, I know that the haters still haven't forgiven him for the way that he handled the Favre business. Um, you know, I I I really like the first couple of drafts that he did and the way he approached things, but then, like anything else that's been in place for a long time, stuff starts to get stale, and you definitely saw that he started to, you know, the shine started to wear off. Well, it's funny. If you look back to the years, the year they won the Super Bowl and then the year after, they were kind of ahead of the curve on the whole offensive revolution thing with the amount of weapons that they had and and the points that they were scoring. But, yeah, every year since, they've kind of regressed a little, a little bit. bit. They haven't been able to keep up with, you know, whether it's the Saints, the Rams, the Vikings, the Seahawks, whoever. Um, I don't it, know. It's weird to think that I'm already looking forward to the offseason to see what's going to happen because any new GM has his own plan in place, guys he wants, for sure. ideas that they have for the team, whether it be – uh, player personnel, whether it be coaches personnel, and now that he's going to get his first full season under his belt and go into his second off season, I'm kind of curious what changes he's going to make, if any, whether it be players or coaches. Well, I, because he didn't hire McCarthy, I would be very surprised if McCarthy 
you know, even if the Packers somehow snuck in, got hot here and snuck into the playoffs, I don't know that that's enough to save his job at this point. Was it you? Were you and I talking? How far does he have to get to stay there? I think he'd have to get to the Super Bowl. I think he'd have to get to at least the NFC Championship. Yeah, I just you know, this this the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And I mean, getting to the NFC title game and losing again. I mean, <laughs> you, what, what are you, the Donovan McNabb Eagles? Ooh, good one. You I know, like I that. mean, geez. One right. interesting thing I yep. I was looking at the standings today. This shocked me. The Bears are plus 94 points over the Packers through eight games. They have a plus-minus differential of 94. That's jarring. That is a lot of points. It says more about the way that the Packers' offense has underperformed than normal, but it also says the Bears have got a guy that is focused on opening up an offense. I mean, you guys have put up a couple of big numbers on that board. Two 40-point games, granted, against two crap teams. Hey, that doesn't matter. The Packers played a couple of crap teams, too, and they didn't absolutely take them to the woodshed. Right. You know? Man, that's a lot of points. I mean, that that, that is, if you just, you know, and Mr. Stats that I am, if you just look (laughs) at the stats, Uh it's kind of jarring. It's like, Uh wow. I I'm, I I would have if you'd have said if you'd have had, showed me those numbers two months ago I would have said yeah that's the Packers in plus ninety four, not so much this nope. year. All right, uh, around the league we're getting again close to the playoffs and these you know you see the graphics up and who the leaders in the clubhouse are to make the postseason. Uh, obviously you got the Patriots, the Chiefs, Steelers. They're there. Houston suddenly seems like they can't be beat. The Texans, they're yeah. they're on fire. Well, Watson's starting to feel comfortable with that knee, and their division is dog shit. So, <laughs> uh, Bengals are in there, and uh, you've also got the race for the fifth seed. Yeah, and I put that in there because right now your division leaders are the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Steelers, and the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to mention the Chargers, but yes, yeah. So. I'm guessing your top two seeds are going to be New England and Kansas, Kansas City. City yeah. Houston, I believe, right now is like a half game ahead of Pittsburgh with an easy. I think they have an easier schedule, so maybe maybe it's the race for the sixth seed. But whatever one, whatever wild card you get, you want to play the Texans in that first game. I don't care if it's on the road down there or not. They have not shown the ability to win a playoff game, and uh, if you're a team like the Chargers and you had an opportunity to play the Texans in the first round, I think that would be huge. Because I like that Charger team, man. they got a lot of talent. You know, you've they, said that they, a couple of times they, they this season. They cut their kicker again. Because <laughs> they, they're on like their 47th kicker in the last three years. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't go for two on everything. I've never been a big Phil Rivers fan. I, I mean, he, he's put up some nice numbers. I never thought he was that dominant or that smooth or great a player. But if you've but, got like 13 kids like he does and you played in the AFC Championship game on a torn ACL, I, you got my respect. Okay. Guy's a good player. That's fine. And they do. They got a lot of weapons, man. Melvin oh, Gordon. He's, he's having a good season. Melvin, now that he learned how to catch the ball, has really become well, a complete player. That's something that we can talk about when we get to the Badgers. But, Oof. oh, my God. Um yeah, no, I I know you like the Chargers. I think you're you're probably right on that that matchup. 
for right out of the game. Be gate a hell of anyway. a lot easier than having to go to Pittsburgh. Oh, for sure. Especially if Bell comes back, which I don't think he's gonna. There was a picture of him sighted at a Los Angeles or a Pittsburgh gymnasium today, Ooh. or a gym. Um, Is that like Farv Watch? Athletic, I <laughs> I don't really care to be honest. I uh, I don't understand that entire. If I was a thing, Pittsburgh fan, I'd be like. Psh- Go ahead, man. You come back, but Stay, we, you don't got to pay. Our, you can be our third down back, right? Because uh, James Connors, we're fine. Fine. Nope, that works. Uh, NFC. Des Bryant just got picked up by mm-hmm. the Saints after a workout. Interesting. Yep, uh, they got another weapon. The Rams' first loss. God, that was a good game, though. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I didn't get to see a ton of it, but I watched. I saw half. the end. Yep. Um, Carolina again is right up there. It, nobody's really. Talking about the Panthers, I feel like. I know. I think they're just kind of up there, and everybody's paying attention to the Saints and the Rams, and Carolina's like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll just stay here. We'll be here. Don't bother. Pay no attention. Cam Newton is still doing his thing, and I know he's polarizing, but, man, the guy wins football games. He does. You talked about your Bears already. The Falcons have kind of had a little bit of resurgence. Uh, they're going to come to Green Bay in the second half of the season, and then uh, and then the Vikings as well are, are right there. Yeah, I didn't top, put an NFC East team in no, because that's just who... That's it a, doesn't matter. Whoever gets no. in there is just going to get pounded. I, I think it's going to still end up being the Eagles because they're starting yeah. to get healthy. Um, Wentz is starting to play a little bit better. They just got Golden Tate to help them on offense. Skins but, are going to go on the way down then? Yeah, I mean, you know, they've got a decent defense, but, I mean, do, are not, you going to ride Adrian Peterson and Alex Smith to that division title? I, I don't know. I'm not sold on that team. Okay. Oh, what do we got for this week as far as games? Couple good one of, tomorrow. A couple of decent ones. Shocking good one on is Thursday. That, is that Carolina and Pittsburgh? Yeah. That's Thur- a big game. Thursday is usually the terrible game. Um, at least it has been the last couple of years, but that's that's not bad to start things off. And next week, not going to be mo- bad either. Did you see the Monday night game? No. Giants, Niners. <laughs> like eight people might watch that. Can you flex uh, Can you flex out of that? Can, can we, you flex can it? it get, can can you month- flex it to London? Can a Monday night game get blacked out? Good God. What a toilet bowl that Seriously. is. Seriously. I mean, like, I hope Booger McFarlane's on his A game sitting on his freaking. He's not gonna have anybody to talk to because oh. there's nobody there's nobody that's gonna be there. Man. That's Although terrible. probably both teams are looking at it like they have a possibility to win a game. Yeah, can both like are both teams just gonna like intentionally fumble every time? Because who want like why would you want to win that game? No, you need to start improving your draft for sure. Your draft status, at no that, doubt. At, at this point, if you're both of those teams, um, you had mentioned the Bears and the Lions uh, at Soldier Field, and uh, Saints in Cincinnati, which should be good trap game for the Saints. Yep, coming off that big home win, got to go the on the road and play a pretty good team. Yep, that'll be interesting. I can't imagine Des playing this week. I don't know. You think? Is he going to be one of their best receivers? I mean, he didn't know Dallas's playbook, and he was there for like eight years. How well, the hell is he going to learn New Orleans is in four days? Well, then I would say you're no worse for the wear <laughs> if you throw him out there. I guess. Just, just based on that's, that that's logic. That's probably true. I mean, you've got Michael Thomas, and then who else? I mean, if he's automatically better. Kamara, you, you, basically. Yeah. He's your number two receiver. Drew Brees can just basically, you could just go run over there, and we'll figure something out. How about that guy, though? Drew Brees. Man. Talk about just. Flying, you know, kind of flying under the radar. He's he's in that Favre, Manning, Rogers, Brady era, and he's going to have every record when he retires of all I, these guys. I would, I would take. It's him. crazy. I, I don't disagree. Hell of, a, hell of a career. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> you mentioned Packers in Miami. That's the 325. I have no interest in this game. Just uh, I might be hate-watching the game just to see what else is going to happen that's bad. But if if the Lions beat the Bears and the Packers win, they're only a game out. And, and Minnesota's, and Minnesota's on, the bye. on the bye. They're only a game out. That's the, that's the thing about this this d- division this year is like See, as horrible as the Packers then, have been in some of these games, they could still win. Then this that's going to suck me back in and right. still have some optimism about it's the wh- Packers you fools could... gold. It's it's what Aaron Rodgers gives you. But can you get to the playoffs and then win on the road all the way to no. the Super Bowl? No. No. Well then, why are we even having the conversation? That that's why I don't want to get invested in that. That's it's really why I don't. I'm with you, man. I understand. Dallas and Philly, I could care less about. Because I know, I but that's, that's. I mean, that's at least a big, a, it's big a big game rivalry in that division. Game, but yeah, fine. I do we even need to talk Badgers? <laughs> I mean, I. This is. Well, I just a really have one question. Sure. Why is Rutgers in the Big Ten? <laughs> so they can have a, a TV market and a reach into the Northeast. You want to talk about a gratuitous a, oh, garbage money grab by the Big Ten? Bad. It's and, it's embarrassing for the league and, that they are in the Big Ten. And now with the Maryland thing, these yeah. are your two teams that you added yep. the last time. And and you brought them in for the East Coast market. They both suck at football. They're neither one of the Rutgers is atrocious at basketball. basketball. Maryland, Maryland's actually eh, okay. They're okay. You can do up and down with that. But what a debacle that's turned out to be. <laughs> Just terrible. I, I tuned in late to the Badger game, and I think it was probably midway through the first quarter, and I, I expected the student section, as always, to not be full. It was damn near empty. I heard somebody say the other day, I can't remember who said it, I believe it was the worst home attendance since the Don Morton era. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because one of my one of our my bosses at work was even saying like uh, because he was at the game, he's like, it wasn't just the student section. Like there was a lot of empty seats there. And granted, you're playing Rutgers. Everybody knew that it was going to be a blowout. I mean, Badger fans that don't get to go to a lot. Okay, we'll go. We'll get Mm -hmm. to see a victory. Yeah, great. We'll get to do the fifth quarter. It'll be fine. It'll be a game day experience. But the people who normally go that are diehard Badger fans, they're probably looking at this game going, why do I even want to waste my time with this? Well, that game was probably similar to like opening day at Miller Park where it's like they sold all the tickets, but a bunch of them never even made it inside. They got too liquored up outside and they figured, (laughs) who cares about this game? You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, that doesn't surprise. I, Rutgers is, I mean, Chris Ash, a former Badger assistant. I mean, some of the the actualities that I heard, the sound bites leading up to the game, he's talking about how close they are to being good. Mm. And I'm like, what planet are you living on, man? Like, do you watch your own game tape? I guess in the in the world of you know, you always got to have a sound bite from a coach. You know, I maybe you just got to say stuff like that. I don't know. But you got to feel free to have somebody call you, like actually ask if you've been like mentally evaluated, right? Lately, have you watched film? Right. Do you, do you know what kind of players you have? Yeah. So I, I, but it was just an uninspiring game. You know, Horny Hornybrook got knocked out again. You got Cone coming in who was efficient, but nothing flashy. Not a lot of downfield stuff. It was just kind of very pedestrian. Jonathan Taylor had over two hundred yards. Now again. Scarlet Knight defense. Is that something to write home about? I mean, 200 yards is pretty good, but when you give him the rock all the time, what do you expect him to have? Yeah. You well, know? 
Badgers are just not entertaining. They're, they're not just, exciting. No, they're just they're they're a boring team to watch. It's like you know, three yard handoff, three yard handoff, <laughs> button hook to the tight end, three yard handoff, three jet, yard handoff, jet sweep, nineteen yard gain for the wide receiver, Don't forget and the then jet maybe sweep. Taylor runs for a forty yarder. It's like, oh, okay, all right. It just seems like we've we've. I've seen this exact same Badger team for the last 20 years. Right. Now, would it be different if you've got a guy like Jim Sorgi, who can maybe not very mobile, but can at least chuck it all over the field maybe. and not underthrow a receiver when you're trying to go 30 yards down, you know, down the seam? Maybe. Maybe. If you got receivers that can get open and you catch got, the ball. You got fast guys. Yeah. I mean, you really do. You, Ferguson looks like a really guy who's going to be a really good tight end in mm-hmm. three, he you does. know, two or three years. Yes. So he's again that safety valve. You've got a great running game. Your offensive line made the cover of Sports Illustrated. Have they been as dominant as that would have indicated? I don't think so. But you've got these playmakers, and nobody can get them the ball. Yeah. Because because I don't know if it's a. You know, like you talked about with with Trubisky, are you are you keeping the reins a little bit short for for this guy or both of these guys? Mm-hmm. But Hornybrook, I mean, a couple of bad passes before he even got hurt. His problem has been decision making. He he, you know, talent wise, he's never going to be a deep ball thrower. He oh, just doesn't clearly. have the arm strength. But his decision making this year has been very poor. Um, and then I have a question. Sure. I, I don't know if you said it the other day on the radio about. Jack Cohn, and mm-hmm. it sounds like he's probably going to have to play this week. Yes, that's what it sounds. That's what it seems like. They, I heard something that said that he's still eligible to be redshirted. Not if he plays this week. I, I mean, he started think. and played a full game. How and, does that not and, count? NCAA rules now have, and they changed this in the off season. You can play up to four games. Wow! And it can be all the game. It can be a series. It can be a snap. Once you get in, that's a game. Huh, interesting. And if you play less than that, you are able to be redshirted, and that's apparently what the coaching staff wanted, and that's what Cohn wanted, is he wanted to be back here so that when Hornybrook leaves, he can get the range. Sure. Which I think all the Badger fans now that have been screaming for Jack Cohn in Hornybrook's suckiness, and now that they actually see him and you're like, okay, this isn't anything Awesome, right? Or outstanding. Well, it's not Alabama. You don't have a uh, Tuaviolagola sitting on the bench in the national uh, championship game that you can bring great. in. No, you don't you have. Know? You don't have two guys. But oh. now I think everybody's looking at okay, Danny Vandenboom from uh, from Kimberly, or there's one more guy. On I don't even know who the other quarterback is, but I think it's your favorite. You know, it's your NFL draft pick, or it's your recruit. It's just untested, you don't know what you got, it's just hope and it's promise, and I think everybody has well, everybody, been... Asked, everybody loves the backup quarterback until he plays. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody has now said, well, when does Graham Mertz get here, their recruit? Mm-hmm. You think Graham Mertz, a true freshman, is going to start in Paul Chris offense over any of the guys that are on the team right no, now? No. You are fooling yourself. Yeah, There's no way that's going to happen unless he comes on and makes those guys look like a, like a bunch of clowns. Right. And, oh, and then what does that say for the guys that you've been recruiting for the last three years? Right, right. Like, oh, man, I guess we've been dropped. Well, we, we've missed. Yeah, and this is coming from a guy who's the quarterback guru. Mm-hmm. 
Is he spending too much time with anybody else? Because right now these quarterbacks from the guru make him look like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Just just my thoughts. So Penn State, I would give real money not to see Trace McSorley because he is probably my one of my least favorite players in college football. Yeah. A little too flashy for you? Uh, or? The, the home run swing after the... I. That's one of those things where it's very, I... It's, it's very Baker Mayfield-like. I would not have a problem, or Johnny Manziel-type yeah. stuff. I would not have a problem if somebody got kicked out for the rest of the year if the moment he goes for his home run swing, you went up and you just decked him oh, at full no. steam. Oh, no. Come on. Wouldn't have a problem with that. Oh. No. Nope. Lay the guy out. Advocating violence Don't. against a kid. No, oh, he's really? just, a, he's just uh, an amateur athlete. What do you mean? It's terrible, Josh. <laughs> Better go to church Sunday, boy. Uh, I love the love the 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 devil's advocate you're throwing at me there. Come that's on, that's man. great. Stop it. You know that's not even close to how you feel about that. Yeah, I'd wait till he wasn't looking, and then I'd pop him. <laughs> right in the back, right in the See? spine. Yes, I boom. I love it. Penn State, I think, is just gonna. It doesn't matter whether they just got. Leveled by Michigan, I think that's the worst thing that could have happened to the Badgers. I would have rather they beat Michigan because now you're thinking, okay, well they're not going to lose two in a row, and it's it's and in I, Happy Valley. I think Wisconsin is just going to get annihilated. They could, they very well could. But if I, they, if, I will not be watching. I don't even know. Is that a night game? It's an eleven game? o'clock ABC ah, game. Good, I'll be working until halftime of that <laughs> one, so to I don't have to worry about game. it. How about the Bucks open up in Portland? Blazers apparently they're good. Uh, they're yeah, a good team. Not not bad. I mean, they got them at home. You got uh, you got Golden State. You got the Clippers, and then I think they end with the Nuggets. Yep. You have that down. Oh yeah, you yep. do have that down. Yep. So you get to avoid you get to avoid LeBron. They don't even play LeBron until March. Yeah, they usually do two West Coast trips. So this is the first one, and the second one usually they'll hit like the Kings, the Lakers, the Suns. Okay. Um, yeah, a tough one last night. You know, CJ McCollum went off. He had dropped forty. Um, you know that that happens. Uh, they got their their strength of Portland strength is their guards with him and Damian Lillard and um, you know Brogdon and and Bledsoe they got their ass kicked they they shot four for twenty from the field but okay so now this is you're gonna have to deal with this if you're a fan of the team and this is the type of offense you run because you either gonna be hot or cold right. I mean, is this yeah. just feast or famine well, type of stuff? Last night they didn't shoot it great, but the, they lost because they couldn't contain the guards on Portland. Um, you know, yeah, they're going to have those nights, but you know, those guys weren't hitting. But I think Brooke Lopez hit like six threes, so you, you know, there's a little bit of give and take there. Um, I I always look at these these West Coast trips for the Bucks. You know, if they can go two and two, I was hoping that they would be able to win last night because they're not going to beat Golden State tomorrow night. Right um, now, you're looking at zero and two. Um, you should be able to handle the Clippers, but Denver's been playing. They've been very hot to start the year. They got a ton of talent, and playing in that altitude there is always difficult for road teams. So we'll see. Um, you know, the Bucks still off to a very good start. They're going to be them, Boston, Toronto, and the Pacers and the Sixers. Those five teams interchangeable are going to be jockeying all year. Okay. Um, I think Toronto will probably end up top seed. Um, they look like the most complete team. Boston's got probably the most talent, but they're they're kind of in a pickle right now where they had all those guys hurt last year. They had Irving and Hayward didn't play in the playoffs, which gave some time and, and opportunity to guys like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Terry Rozier. Well, now that Irving and Hayward are back, 
these guys have to go back to their complimentary roles. Right. And uh, Terry Rozier, it's already come out that he's kind of complaining a little bit. He's in a contract year. He's been relegated to playing behind Irving, and you know Irving's going to play 35 minutes a night. So Rozier, who played very, very well in the playoffs, especially against the Bucks last year, he's playing 14, 15 minutes a night. And, and, and uh, he, he wants a little resume wants, builder yeah, for, absolutely. A, for a contract so year. They're already talking about him possibly being dealt um, mm-hmm. here in the next couple of weeks. But... Uh, We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I mean, you go back to last week. Uh, what was it? Sunday night they put up 144. Yeah. On on the Kings. Yeah. And then that you had mentioned. Giannis uh, was just yeah putting it on people. Triple double. Yeah. Dunking on people's heads. Did I see a block where he just smashed yeah. it off the backboard? Yeah. That was awesome. That was pretty awesome. Um, and then you you had mentioned that when I said this, have you expected the start? And you said no. But they got a couple of good tests coming up, and uh, and the Celtics team in Boston was was one of those and Boston couldn't miss. No, I, I I was very pleased. I mean, obviously it would have been nice to pull that one out, but you know, Boston hits 24 threes at home and Giannis has an opportunity to tie the game with 15 seconds left. He just missed a layup. Um I I'll, I'll take that all day, you know. So that okay. was that's encouraging and you know, even if they go 1 and 3 on this trip and come home 9 and 4. I mean, that's still an awful good start for these guys and uh you know, after that, they, it kind of eases off a little bit. They get mm. some winnable games in the conference against some of the lower tiered teams. So, um, yeah, it's encouraging. College hoops started last night. You had a good doubleheader in uh, in Indianapolis. Um, <coughs> Duke looks really good, and you had oh, mentioned man. before we started rolling that uh, you know Duke trots out the five freshmen against the one and done school <laughs> of Kentucky and shows them how to play. Man, that was impressive. I mean, they ran Kentucky off the floor and. Uh, it's very, very rare that John Calipari is at a loss for words, but he didn't have a lot to say other than they, <laughs> they got spanked. So I was really surprised, and I know you're not the biggest Badger basketball fan, but I mean, for, for his, and I talked about this this morning with, with our man Beggs, we were throwing out some names of pretty good scores, and I don't know, you know, good ball handlers and, and, and passers and guys who see the floor, okay, maybe, maybe not. Are you surprised if there's only been two triple doubles in Badger men's basketball history? A little bit. Um, you know, the the best players in Badger history weren't guys that were necessarily stat stuffers. You know, Devin Harris and Finley were scorers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, T- Har- Harris Tucker Tucker was a, a scorer. You know, those guys could fill up maybe two categories. Tucker was points and rebounds. Mm-hmm. Harris was points and assists. Um, you know. Hap's a good player. I, I think he's 37 years old. He's <laughs> been at Madison since we were in high school. That's, that's right. Um, they, I mean, they played no one. I'm not trying to take anything away from the kid. Oh, no. he, he had a nice game, but uh, Coppin stay. Oh, but he had really pedestrian. I mean, it, 10, it, 11, it was, and 12. It was kind of the baby. It was the baby, yeah. uh, baby triple double. And, right. And I'm it, we're to the point now in basketball where triple doubles kind of become the most over worried about you, stat. You and I is. talked about that with Westbrook. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like 10 12 years ago in the NFL when everybody started throwing for 300 yards. And it's like, "Oh my god, there was 10 guys that threw for 300 yards. Now it's like now if you it's, don't it, throw for 300 right. yards, you now, have a bad now game." Now if you had 10 guys you have to throw for 400, it's oh, okay. The game's faster, there's right. more possessions, the shot clock is shorter than it used to be, there's more threes. 
So, yeah, I was a little surprised and considering that the other player was Josh Gosser. Right. Um, you know, and he did it as a freshman. Um was was an interesting stat for to say the least, but yeah, good win for the Badgers at home. They got to go to Xavier now as part of that Gavit yep. uh, that Gavit tip-off games in Cincinnati and, next and Tuesday. I think they'll win that game pretty easily. Xavier's down this really? year. Really? Okay. Lost their coach. Uh, who went to Louisville? Oh, that's right. Yes, some graduation. Um, I would expect the Badgers to win that game. Okay. Um, I think the Badgers this year they're going to be better than they were last year for sure. Just, Top half just of the conference, base of health. Yes. Okay. I think the Big Ten is down. Michigan lost a lot. Michigan State lost a couple of uh, lottery picks. Um, Indiana will be a little bit better. Ohio State's going to be worse. Um, so the Badgers have an opportunity to get back into that top four again, but I, I don't think anybody in the Big Ten is uh, is anybody that's head and shoulders above the rest of the league. Okay. Uh, <laughs> your Marquette Golden Eagles took care of uh, the Darlings from last year, uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Um, Shot terribly, Marquette did, but their Marquette defense did. was much improved. Well, yeah, they held the the Retrievers to twenty, almost twenty three percent from the floor. Yeah. They were pretty much. They have one guy that's pretty good, and, and he got some points early. But the rest of their team was pretty pretty awful. But good win for Marquette at, at home, and now they, uh, you know, they got another cupcake coming up this weekend against Bethune Cookman, and then then the meet they get into it. They got to go to Indiana, and then uh, uh, they play somebody else. I can't remember, and then they got Kansas. Oh, wow! So and the Badgers are looming on that schedule yep. as well in a few weeks. Yep. So yeah, so. It, it it ramps up quick. They both these teams they get a few easy ones at home. They've been talked about though as one of the players in the conference mm-hmm. this year though. Mm-hmm. So they should be in the top 2 or 3. Um it's going to be hard to unseat Villanova. They're kind of the cream of the crop right now in college hoops, but um Marquette's much improved uh, compared to the last couple of years, much bigger, much more physical, much more athletic. Um they go. They they're ten deep, um, so it should be a good year for Wojo. And and it's 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 time. It's year five for him. So you know these are all his guys. This right. is his. This is now his program, and it's it's time to start winning. All right, we don't uh, couldn't come up with the top five today, which is okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to roll one out. We're not going to kill it every week. No, cut us some slack, people. Right, we're mm-hmm. uh, we're under an hour. And if you don't like it, we got two words for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's about it. All right, that's the intentional foul for this week. We got football, we got basketball, and uh, our basketball season starts next a what, week next fr- Friday. Yeah. yeah. Man, so we'll be high, busy. High school state football championships are next week at Camp Randall. That's always a good time, good scene when the stadium is. I'd be curious to see whether the total amount of people there rivals the total amount of students that came for the Rutgers game. Could be close. <laughs> That's Could be very close. So we will be back next week with a another episode. Thank you again for the download. You can subscribe wherever podcasts are found. I'm Josh. I'm Dan. Have a great week. We will talk to you soon. Later.